0: Welcome to I Hate It. I'm Bob with my friend Chris
1: here. I feel like that makes it sound like I like you're a guest every time. But you're doing the one doing way. the intro. You change it up. Start start it over. Try it again. Oh, I don't have anything else.
0: The other guy's Chris. Yeah. That was my other option.
1: Yeah, I guess you can say that if you want to. I mean, that's my, how you feel. My co-host. Find the other guy though. Who's the guy? That makes you the guy. Just the the person talking. Oh. All right.
0: I wouldn't refer to myself as the other guy. Okay. First, per- all right. Anyways, so we've been working together now for four solid weeks, and uh, oh yeah, we
1: have, haven't we? Yeah, it's, been, it's almost a month. Huh? Yeah.
0: Um, this isn't the first time we've worked together.
1: Nope, and it was about a month before. No, was there longer than a month? We just weren't in the same office for much more than yeah. a month.
0: Um, anyways, because we work together, I feel like we're gonna continue to find more and more things to put on this podcast mm-hmm. because. You know, we spend more time together. We find things that we disagree on. Mm-hmm. One of them that came up this week was, I I would say overall just British humor, but specifically Monty Python. Mm-hmm.
1: You're a fan. I mean, I, I haven't seen it in a long time, but yeah, I, I I thought. I mean, I I've been known to quote lines from that movie. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm holy grail. Monty Python. I have a, a disclaimer. I know that some uh, I don't. I know that some Monty Python movies are. Uh, are um, more, um, inappropriate than others. So, um, I I will put a disclaimer and say that I've only seen the Holy grail, but, um, yeah, I mean, I used to get some pretty good laughs out of that on Friday night, drinking mountain dew with some friends (laughs) that was going somewhere else, but all right.
0: Um, (laughs) And I've heard quotes from that movie so many times by so many people. And the more I hear it, the less interest, the less interest I have in ever watching it. Um, and I don't know why there, that actually falls in the category of, of, several movies that generally kind of have, I think maybe more of a cult following, but mm-hmm. say Monty Python probably is more of a cult following. Cause I also know a lot of people that I would bet, like if I went down my list of friends, I could probably identify they've seen it. They haven't, um, just based on other things I know I want about I you to them. do that.
1: And then we're going to call it, we're going to figure oh, it out. Oh,
0: cause you know me i'm not gonna i'm not naming names on this podcast but there's a lot of people i I would say i'm probably friends with more people that have not seen it than have but i I have plenty of friends that have seen it they quote it the more i hear it the less i'm like i don't know like i mean i guess that's probably funny in the movie maybe but it doesn't sound that funny like i have zero interest in watching it and we came up with the the fact that i just don't really like british humor in general what was the other show you mentioned that you like when i was
1: a kid well Mister Bean. yeah um I I've seen maybe five. A teenager, collective thought that was that. hilarious. Yeah. What five, do you mean five? You can't five judge something in five minutes. minutes. I can. No very, way. Very very quickly. Not very well. Um, and then pretty good idea. Just seems just dumb. There was this show called, it was on PBS called Keeping Up Appearances that I I used to watch when I was a teenager. And it was about this British couple, uh, and basically about this British lady who wants to look like she is like living. Um the almost the royal life and like like rich and and all that and um a lot of calamity ensues when she's trying to keep keep up appearances yeah right and um i just think british humor the premise of that one
0: doesn't sound that bad yeah like the premise around that doesn't sound bad
1: the thing i like about british humor is that it's it's dry and and i think it's incredibly witty and if you, it's probably that you don't understand British humor. Yeah. No. probably don't have the
0: capacity. Yeah, that's probably it. Um, what's one that was... Uh, you mentioned PBS. Oh, The Office. The British version of The Office. You ever watch that? Uh, no. I've heard so many people like, oh, the British version is better. It's not. I watched one episode of it, and I'm like, this really isn't that funny. It's is it just... because you can't understand British accents? I mean, that's a little... I, I will admit, that is probably a little bit of it. Like... Maybe I turn on closed captioning or whatever. But even then, even then, it's just weird. You call it witty. I find it just goofy. Like, I get that it's supposed to be a funny joke. I just don't find it that
1: funny. But I think, you know, I had this discussion yesterday. I think you just don't have a sense of humor.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's probably it.
1: Um, That is probably it. (laughs) Um, You know, here's the thing. British accents, I usually like them. My wife has this movie that she loves to watch, and I hate it. We should talk about this. I hate this movie. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And what? Go ahead. And the movie is, uh, and I can't think of the title right now. <laughs> Great. Well, anyways, I'll tell you why I was laughing when you said, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. That reminds me
0: specifically of a very specific spot in The Waterboy when Coach Klein is on the phone and you think he's talking to his grandma. He goes, I don't know, grandma. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. And he like stomps his foot and he's wearing high heels and the co- the phone cord's not even plugged into anything. Do you Where, remember that part? From? Waterboy. Coach mm. Klein's on the phone, but he, it's oh. like not even plugged in. He's wearing high heels. Yeah. He's like having a nervous breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. When you yeah. said I hate it. You don't even know the name of it. You just uh, There's a movie your wife likes that you don't like. Cool story. I have dementia. <laughs> Anyways, British humor in general, not a fan. And there are several movie
1: genres that, despite how great people tell me... Pride I'm... and Prejudice. That's it. There we go. Okay, it's Pride and Prejudice. And, and the only thing I ever hear in this movie... Sorry, I'm interrupting you. Right no, now, it's fine. But I was feeling dead air. So the yeah, only thing I ever remember about this movie is, like, I can only understand they're saying, Mr. Darcy, and they're like all... They're, these women are all fawning over this Mr. Darcy. Darcy, Darcy, I don't know how you pronounce it. And, and the rest of the movie, I can't understand a word they're saying. Like, it's just, it's how anyone understands the plot of this movie. What I gather of it is like, there's, there's a bunch of pauper girls that live in this pauper family that are like fawning over this guy. Who's not a pauper. It seems like, which is a classic Hallmark premise, right? Like, you know, well then, and they, they, they speak in heavy British accents. You can't understand. And there's a giant tree right in the middle of the movie. Like, and that's impressive because it's like wow that's a huge tree and that's all i remember of this movie is mr darcy this giant tree the tree has nothing to do with any of them any of the movie it's just they have to be by this giant tree and it's just every time i see that part it's like oh that's fascinating but <laughs> other than that it's a stupid should, movie and my wife should. loves it it's her favorite movie isn't there there are like several versions of that movie too right like this they've is, they've this remade is, um, that Kira knightley okay and it's just it's awful but they've remade that a few times i
0: feel like i've never seen it thankfully um I haven't had the
1: pleasure. Who's the writer of this? that story, Pride and Prejudice? I don't know. Whoever, uh, whoever wrote that is like a famous author. I can't think of her name I right basically now. Basically,
0: wrote the plot for every Hallmark movie?
1: Well, no, she wrote a bunch of books like that. Okay. And I'd like, why do people like that garbage? It's like the stuff that you had to read. Like, I hated. We didn't talk, we weren't planning on talking about any of this, but yeah, I right. hated. <laughs> this is called I Hate It. So. Literature classes, literature classes in college, hated them. Why? Because, number one, british literature you can't understand it you read it and you go what are they even talking about especially if it's if it's like middle english and old then old english old english is like a foreign language you can't yeah, understand it yeah. at all people think middle english is old english but anyway long story but it was just awful but i what i don't understand is you people out there that that like this Here stuff <laughs> that like this stuff why would you intentionally read that garbage like you can't it's it's awful. You can't understand it. You have to, if you have to go through and read something and, and check out the footnotes every every couple sentences to figure out what the thing is, the thing means. Yeah, it's awful. Dry, no, boring, love stories.
0: Eh. I'm not going to disagree with you at all there, but I will say this: when it came to literature classes in college that we had, like you know the prerequisite, yeah. you have to take these classes. Um, I don't think I ever read a page of any of those books, but <laughs> I didn't either. I would <laughs> I listen. Mean, I would listen to the lectures. I'm like, ah, oh, that's a pretty interesting story. Now I get it. I didn't have to read anything. You told a cool story in class that I could actually understand and I'm going to do alright on the test Yeah, I think now. how many pages were wasted oh, on those stories. Yeah, they're, they're so well,
1: thick and long. Yeah, that's what I, I didn't mean. Read just them. yeah, just uh. Yeah. So, I hated that and in, in in American literature it was the same way. And that, you know what else I hated in those classes was <laughs> was that okay, if somebody says to you, "What do you think the author meant when they said X in this book?" Well, that's dumb. It's it, Literature... If it wasn't clear what they meant. Right. Then they weren't a good writer. Then they weren't a good writer. If if you have people that are debating for centuries what you meant, you were a horrible writer. Because (laughs) people are going to pick apart your emails like hundreds of years from now. They'll be like, look at this. Here's an example. What do you think you meant? You You know, so so in that case, I would submit to you that I I wrote that email horribly. If people are debating what I meant... You know what's funny is just uh, speaking
0: of that, um, and I know you sometimes give me a hard time for being a little wordy. I sent an email to somebody uh, Thursday or Friday. I was like, I feel like that's a pretty long email, but it has all of the details. Like I want to send an email to where they don't have to wonder, what do you mean by this? Very, very specific. Should be no questions after this email is read because I want to be clear. Here's what I need. Here's what I'm asking for. Here are the things that I know you need. Let's Mm -hmm. get it all out there. Let's be very, Mm -hmm. very clear. I try to do that. What I, what I like out of this whole, like, first 10 minutes of this podcast we should do movie reviews of movies that we hate because your synopsis of pride and prejudice i'm gonna bet somebody who loves that movie would have a very very different description of what that movie is oh my wife probably
1: a different description clearly because she loves it jane austen that's who wrote pride and prejudice sorry my, my memory but i'm telling you like if i'm gonna say it again you're a horrible author if people don't if people have to debate what you meant you're horrible yeah so and, and, like, even Shakespeare. I'll, I'll even knock William Shakespeare. Ooh, Billy Shakespeare. Come on. Garbage. Oh, wow. It is. It's Ouch. garbage stuff. You can't understand I don't it. take
0: that personally. I don't, I, you know me. I'm not a big it's reader. It's garbage. Not but a you, real smart guy.
1: It, why Why people treat these things as if they are sacred or some kind of, like, awesome work, they're not good stories. But I do think that, like... Because I haven't read these things, but in literature
0: classes, when someone explains them to me, I'm like, "That actually sounds like a pretty cool story." Yeah, but if you read it, you wouldn't have understood
1: it. Well, maybe not, but they did. Yeah, but somehow they did. I they, they, they put the work I into it. I just think people put this dude up on a pedestal for know, for for no good reason. I don't know. I'm 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 not
0: gonna I'm not gonna take a stance there. But when someone tells me those stories, I'm like, "That sounds pretty cool." If, if I had to
1: read it, no, probably not. Romeo and Juliet, it. stupid story. Mm-hmm. Think about think about how that ends. One thinks one's dead, so they kill themselves. And the other one, then the other one wakes up, sees the one's dead, and they kill themselves. Like, what a dumb, what a dumb story. That's a tragic love story. It's a stupid love story. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry if if, if uh, I'm just saying. the one thing I'm lucky about. My wife hates any like tragic
0: love story, so I've never seen The Notebook. Like, I, that'll never be part of my life because my wife does not want to watch a movie that she knows she's going to cry right. through.
1: Why would you want to watch something that will make you sad intentionally? That's I another mean, question. I here, hate that too. So. so Years ago, me me and
0: some friends were having a discussion about movies and, like, kind of that type of thing. And I would say that a description of a good movie is a movie that gets a strong emotional reaction. Like, they pull some type of emotional reaction. If you like that kind of stuff, then cool. That's a good movie in your book. I don't like that. Scary movies, not a big fan a good scary movie is is going to get a pretty strong emotional reaction
1: a negative you. emotional reaction so but why a do you strong right, no. strong but negative. negative and and so i'm saying like movies that make people sad and want to cry why do you want to feel bad I don't understand that. <laughs> why? What's wrong with your life? That makes you yeah. Why would way. you want, is your life that good that you have to
0: offset it with something maybe, bad? Maybe. Maybe. Cause actually like, we'll jump into the next topic. We have your true crime stories. I know yeah, you I'm hate, thinking about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Right now. I yeah. actually like listening to true crime podcasts. I'll watch like, you know, a, a documentary here and there. Um, so you probably feel the same way. Oh about yeah, this. I do. Like, I... Why would you watch something about a serial killer?
1: Yeah. Cause it's all negative. Like why, but why do me, you, are you it's... drawn to that? I don't and, understand. And I think that's why, like,
0: you and I have probably very different approaches. This is why you always start out, why would anybody blah, blah, blah? Yeah. I watch things like that, so I can kind of almost understand, like, why would anybody be a serial killer? I don't know, but I'm going to watch a documentary about it and find out, like, what's wrong with this dude? Like, man, that that's pretty messed up. So I at least understand there's a perspective of people out there that I, like, would, would never put myself in their shoes, but they're out there. And this is how their brains work. Like, to me, that's, that's what's fascinating about these things is that there are people out there that operate in a you completely like, different way. You, than you like
1: do. reading and, and listening to things about mental illness. Yeah, sort of. Why? It's, it's interesting. It's fascinating. It's, not, it's something no. I wouldn't have any other exposure to if I didn't. Why want. would you want exposure to mental illness? Just to
0: understand that it's out there. There are people out there that think and live very, very differently.
1: Okay, but you know that already. I know. So now why do you need to know more a about, about it? Bit more about you it? understand mental, mental. I can't even say that. <laughs> you understand. See, sick maybe people? maybe
0: you need to start researching a little bit more. You might have that on the horizon here, pal. I feel
1: like I got dementia, man. I'm telling well, you. Should
0: probably start listening to some podcasts. Someday
1: know. when I actually got, am diagnosed with dementia, no. it's go back to this episode. No, I so here's it.
0: the thing. I I watch and listen to these things so I can start to identify some things maybe in you. Like, hey, Chris, like. You're falling apart here a little bit. You're, like, two steps away Whatever. from being a serial killer.
1: <laughs> Whatever. I can start to look for those things. I, I just think, I just think, I don't think it's good for our culture. Because I think, I think, too, it's all it's doing is planting seeds in people's minds of mm. things that are possible.
0: <laughs> I do. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, you could say that anytime the news is covering these things, there's there's going to be copycat crimes. Like, I, I get where you're coming from. There, yeah. There are going to be copycat crimes or people who are claiming to be... And like having listened to a lot of serial killer podcasts, there's a lot of people that would come forward and be like, oh yeah, hey, that was me. And they find out, and like, no, no, that wasn't you. But you, you're you also a pretty awful person.
1: But you're filling your mind with negative things when you listen to that. That's all you're doing. You know me. You just In our last episode, you said I have too much positive things going to my head. <laughs> I get
0: really excited about everything. <laughs> I love everything. I need something to kind of level that out. Otherwise, I think everything's
1: rainbows and shit. I know it's a very popular thing. It and is I, hugely I, popular. I, I, I don't is. understand. But I think it's, I think, honestly, I think it's a symptom symptom of a sick culture. Huh. I do. I don't know, man.
0: I do. Interesting stuff. But I like listening to or watching documentaries about a lot of things that are not worlds I know about. Like uh, Free Solo, really incredible documentary about a guy who I would think is probably borderline crazy climbing up the sides of, you know, cliffs and rocks. Like, yeah. that's a different kind of person right that's there. That's a dumb person. It's an interesting documentary, though. The way his no. brain works is very different from mine. Dumb. It's fascinating.
1: Anyways, it's like climbing Mount Everest. That's the other thing I hate. These so, people are risking their lives to cl- climb a stupid mountain just to say they did it. How dumb is that? Oh, I think...
0: I mean, the guy obviously gets a rush from it. I, I would never do it. I I never could.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: and know. I'm not, like, terrified of heights. I just... Yeah, there's no way I could. Physically, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> I get maybe, like, 10 feet off the ground and my arms are done. Yeah, but anyways. um, So, you don't like true crime stories. I don't like British humor, Monty Python. There's a whole genre of movies. Like, I'm probably never going to watch them despite how many times people tell me... This movie's incredible. You should watch it. Like, um, Lord of the Rings movies, never seen a minute of them.
1: Weird. I was just thinking the other day that I should, I was, I was trying to debate if my youngest kids are old enough to see like the Hobbit, those movies.
0: Never seen them. I know people love them, have no interest in it.
1: One thing about those movies is, I I get it if you're not into like watching a movie, like it's kind of that fantasy genre, you know, but one thing I will say about those movies is that the 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 scenery, because they're filmed in New Zealand, is huh. just beautiful. Yeah. So from a from a cinematic standpoint, I could watch five minutes of that and be like, yeah. "All right, that's cool." I'm not gonna I watch mean,
0: your three hour movie. about yeah, I'll tell you this: I've, I've and seen and
1: magic. I've yeah. seen all the Lord of Rings uh, Lord of the Rings uh, movies and the Hobbit movies, and um, I've only seen them once because I I don't know that I can sit through them all again. Like once was enough. Yeah.
0: And honestly, if it weren't for my kids, I probably would have never seen most of the Star Wars movies.
1: Now that said, I'm different on that that topic.
0: I know, but there's just certain genres that, you know, just not, just not my thing. Um, one thing that's not my thing, Oak Island. Oh, this is something on. you love. I do. And I wouldn't say I hate it, because I do love the idea of, like, treasure hunting. Yeah. You know me. I like mm-hmm. investments and yeah. <laughs> trying to find trying to find treasure or something yeah. like that would, would be pretty cool. The fact... How many seasons has this thing been going on?
1: It's in season eight right now. In season eight. Yeah. And how many episodes a season? Uh, usually around 20-something. So, like, <clears throat> I mean, you're talking, like, hundreds of hours mm-hmm.
0: documenting these guys... And in a season, and I did, I tried, I gave this a try. I think I watched probably close to a whole season before I realized this is just going to keep going and they're going to find a little nugget here and a little thing here. And I'm going to watch three more episodes of them digging up a part of the island and nothing happens. When this is over, if they could make it into like a two hour documentary, I would probably love it. But dedicating that many hours to watching these guys just tinker around on this island and try to discover new things. It's just ah oh man it's way too much
1: for me. See I think I think this is a better form of reality TV. Because I think reality TV shows in general sh- are are just fake, right? They 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 say they're reality but they're not. They're they're rigged. Survivor's rigged. It's not as fake it's not as not as dramatic as what they make it out to be and whatever. It's not scripted though. But I I get but, what you mean. But it's not yeah. real. Yeah. This show, I think, is is probably the most real reality TV show you can watch because, well, it's more like of a you documentary. said, it is. But it's but you do get vested in the characters, which are real people, like like the Lagina brothers who are heading up the whole thing. They they're from Michigan, and you know it's cool because they're 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 wearing like Uper stuff. Yeah, like, I do
0: like the connection for that. Yeah. like
1: yeah. Um, and and you start you start feeling like you kind of get to know these guys a little bit, or at least know their personalities <laughs> a little bit and they're like characters in a show they are but but it's real like so See, that's how most sports fans though, watch sports like you get like you get connected to
0: the people on a team just like i know that's not you but like no, the way you're describing that is how most people most sports fans feel about that, their
1: teams except that you, you you hear very little dialogue from a sports character these guys are like and
0: not if, if you listen to their interviews and follow them on social media and stuff interviews. you get to know them yeah
1: anyways um so You're anyway, I've been watching religion. I've been watching Oak Island for years, years. I have. And it's insane. Um I will say that if if I were to think back like on the first few seasons versus the seasons now, um it is slower and there's less to be found. Like this this season though, they're actually like it's un- what they're uncovering is fan or <laughs> what fantasy no. <laughs> <laughs> what they're uncovering is is uh um what's the word I'm looking for. I swear I have dementia. Treasure? No, no. no, it's like um but it's just it's amazing fascinating fascinating there, it's, you go. there it is starts with an F. oh my word um so they they they've like this season they've uncovered a like this there's a swamp on the island the triangle shaped swamp they've drained it and they they came across drained the swamp yeah they did drain the swamp they did drain the swamp a couple times <laughs> um but they found this road that is like dates that the architecture dates back to like at least like the Roman Empire age of, of the way they construct it was constructed, and it was underneath the swamp. And they're and like they're they're right now chasing like where does it where did it go? What was it built for? So there's all kinds of stuff on this island that was put there, and it's kind of fascinating to watch and see. Okay, well, man, what could this have been? And they're they're finding bigger and bigger things like structures and things now um on the island that that actually could change history because some of this stuff can't change history, Chris. Well, you can you can reinterpret it <laughs> um, because some of this stuff could predate Columbus even. Hmm. So um, I show I, me
0: the two hour documentary when it's all yeah. done. I don't want I find... I to watch hours of them like digging and finding stuff and finding out that ah, there's nothing there. Like it was just way too slow for me. This should be a documentary. The fact that they've done eight seasons of this tells me they've got, they've done a really good job of finding people to actually spend money on funding this whole thing.
1: Yeah, I think so. Because because right. in the earlier seasons they talked about how they were going to get money uh, oh, to do more it. things, or if they were, if they had money to keep doing a certain thing. Now they don't talk about money at all.
0: If we could find a way for people to fund this podcast for eight years, <laughs> we talk about dumb stuff or like oh, find, yeah. find some other hobby. Honestly, you could you could get me digging for treasure if if you said, hey, we're going to pay you, we're going to create a TV show, do this for eight years. I would start digging for treasure.
1: That's not how it happened right, right here, here in this park. That's not how it happened. I know, but um, honestly, but but what I will say is that like. They, they have, um, I don't know. They've, they've put a lot into this, this show. And, um, I also think that you can't discount it because there are, it's the number one, at least it was last year. Maybe it is still the number one watched TV show on cable TV. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You sure about that? Yeah. Yeah. It was like the number one cable TV show.
0: Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: If you hear like birds in the
0: background, this is now a nature show. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, we're actually our new recording studio that we're trying out is Chris's car. Yeah. For the acoustics. Yeah. Um,
1: so we're trying different things. We well, had yeah, the windows down because it got a little warm. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, if you hear if you're birds and stuff, that's I hear why. Some geese and stuff.
0: Anyways, I don't like Oak Island. I like the premise of it. It's just way, way too much to watch. To for the payoff. To me, I'd rather watch, like I said, a two-hour documentary. Most of the haters probably
1: don't even know what it is.
0: Yeah, that's true. But it's the most watched cable
1: show. There's geese over there, yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Anyways, most watched cable show. There's got to
0: be people out there. Might be a portion of our audience. I don't know. I feel like there's some people out there that probably listen to it or watch it. Yeah. Anyways, the other thing, and we didn't really have, like, who hates this and and who doesn't, but uh, we were going to talk about hipsters. Okay,
1: so I think I know what a hipster is, but why don't you tell me what a hipster is? Because I'm not really sure.
0: Uh, and I actually, I, I knew we were going to get to this subject, so I looked it up on Merriam-Webster.com. Definition of a hipster. A person who is unusually aware of and interested in new and unconventional patterns, as in jazz or fashion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, new or unconventional patterns. I don't know where you're going to fall on this, but I will say this. When I worked for a coffee company, uh, me and my buddy David, big listener, big fan of the show, big <laughs> yeah. hater... We went to Coffee Fest, the coffee shop world in general, kind of. Uh, yeah, I can see of that being. Kind is a, kind a, of a magnet a... for hipsters. Yeah, hipster I culture. Yep. Um. So if you can picture like the handlebar mustaches, Ugh. the the desire to wear an apron for your job. Um, the desire like a, to wear one. Oh yeah, like the the real good hipster coffee shops. They've got you know, aprons or you know just very very unusual well, fashion. But is,
1: is apron unusual for a coffee shop? I don't feel like that would be uh, I mean,
0: if you go to Starbucks, I don't think they're really wearing aprons that much. No? Not really. I mean...
1: I think they are. Maybe
0: I'm just imagining it. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do now. But anyways, the hipster coffee shops, they've got like the trendy, cool-looking aprons. Anyways, we went to Coffee Fest. A cool-looking
1: cool And, and we, knew, we
0: knew for sure, like, hey, we're not going to fit in here. Like, we're definitely not going to fit in. I would, uh, I would say that I don't at all fall in the category of being a hipster. Neither does my buddy David. So we were there to observe hipster culture. We had another coworker, uh, lady that we worked with who hated hipsters. She just talked so much about how much she hated hipsters. And there was one night we were out with a group of people that like, uh, they, they were partners of ours, vendor, vendor partners that we worked really closely with. So they took us out and a couple other groups that they worked pretty closely out. Some definite hipsters. I mean, like we're talking handlebar mustaches, the, you know, I don't know, weird trendy clothes. It's hard to describe exactly like the hipster look. But these guys were without question hipsters. And at one point, one of them thought she was much younger than she was. And she said, verbally out loud to him, I love you. And I just like died. And I told David, I'm like, hey, we need to remember this because we just saw her say I love you to a hipster. And as much as she hates hipsters, this is a moment. Wait, here.
1: wait, wait. I don't, I'm, I'm losing the story here. Why would she say I love you to a stranger?
0: Because he thought she was much younger than she was. Like he oh, kind oh, of complimented oh, her, oh, oh, okay. accidentally complimented her by saying, oh, I thought you were like you know, 10 years younger than your actual age. Gotcha. So you know, a little flattery. Um, but anyways, kind of a dumb story. Anyways, we were immersed in hipster culture for like three
1: days and, uh, and really felt out of place. I think, I think this, that it's probably not the way they dress that would annoy me. It's probably their, their ideology that would annoy me. Cause I feel like they're going to be vastly different on the, uh social issues, political spectrum, than I would be. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I, I and I think that that's where it would I, I feel like I feel like hipsters are gonna be snowflakes. So here I uh I just clicked on images for
0: hipsters. I want you to take a look at these guys and tell me if you're getting along or not. Oh uh, yeah. Pick one of these guys just based on the way they're dressed that you think you'd be able to hang out with. Man. Now granted this is just like a Google search for hipster images.
1: Yeah, I I think of all of them. This dude right here, I could probably. He's probably like that guy. Yeah, like that guy. No, he's wearing a suit and then he's got a handlebar mustache. Like, what is that? This this guy. This guy. The guy you picked as a pretty pretty significant scarf, though. Like, yeah, but other than that, he looks fairly normal. This guy here, though. What a wacko looking dude! Oh yeah, got looks gir- like squirly, Got the derby hat. squirrely looking dude, like trying to grow a beard, but he can't. All right. Okay, that's another thing. I okay, haters, I don't know who you are. A lot of you are Bob's friends, but if you can't grow that's a true. full beard, don't. Don't even try it.
0: This guy's you know, got a good hipster beard. That there. guy
1: does. But the other, the last guy, like, why do you, why do you accentuate the fact that you really can't grow a beard by trying to grow a beard? You know, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? Just like if if you can't grow a beard, then just don't. It's okay. There are other things you're good at.
0: <laughs> like maybe growing hair on top of your head. Yeah,
1: I cannot. <laughs> but that guy that we saw a picture of, his beard it's, it looks like a squirrely, mousy looking dude. I don't know. Like so, you don't you're you're not really uh, you're not really sure where you stand on hipsters. No, I just think I think we probably wouldn't get along. I do think that, and I think that why I think dressing weird, just to dress weird, is weird.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. Yeah. And I, I'm not
0: going to gonna disagree with you on here. I just wanted to get your take. I, I know we kind of added that to the to the show notes a little late. I feel like they want the attention. For sure. Yeah. 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 By a very specific group of people though. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I feel like that's a call out to other people that like we're, like you can very clearly identify by what you're wearing if we're going to get along or
1: not. I feel like the hipsters are probably the same group of people that were the grunge the grunge people when we were in school. Remember that? The whole yeah, grunge maybe. movement? Sure. Yeah. Like they just wore these baggy huge pants and all oh, like, the Jenko jeans. And, yeah, Jenko jeans oh, yeah. And, and flannel shirts and, and like just they just looked sloppy and gross all the time. Like half the time they they didn't bathe, it seemed like the you know, crew. Yeah. They were yeah. just gross gross people. If you were a grunge person back then, you you know it, you were gross. So did you dress much different in high school than you do now? Uh yeah.
0: I mean okay. the styles change. Yeah. A lot of what we had in high school is coming back now. I know. I love it. It's crazy. I know. I do too. There's a big part of me that like wants to go out and get like some of like the flashy like early 90s neon stuff or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, I'm way too old to
1: pull that off. I would look like a clown. I don't remember a lot of neon in the 90s. I just remember like that was more like 80s, wasn't it?
0: Late 80s, early, early 90s. The early, early 90s. Like the Zuba's
1: yeah. pants and stuff yeah. like that. Like remember those are your jeans? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, they were the thing. Yeah, Jebeau. I had a couple pair of those. They were, I um... never, I never got those. But yeah, my parents weren't rich like yours. No, my
0: parents were. I, I worked and spent my own money on that. They stuff.
1: were so expensive back then. They were like sixty bucks. I know. I wouldn't spend. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't spend sixty bucks on jeans now. Neither would I.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but in high school, yeah, Jerbo jeans or uh, man, I remember saving up some money for a guest sweatshirt. It was a really like specific sweatshirt. I was like, man, that's a cool looking sweatshirt. I, I'm gonna save up some cash and go buy that thing you know another
1: thing i hate let's talk about this sure so since we don't have a very large women audience yet anyway (laughs) you're gonna alienate them oh geez i'm really let's talk about afraid of what you're gonna say let's talk about designer purses Mm. (laughs) let's do that because okay i'm gonna tell you a little story (laughs) i like stories when i was working for another company i had a boss who was very pretentious She um, was very much driven by power and how she looked like she had to look rich. She wanted to be rich. Everything, everything revolved around wanting to be rich, look rich, be rich, you know, have everybody think she was rich. Okay. That's just, that's just, and I'm I'm not trying to knock her. Was she pretty wealthy though? Like um yeah, I mean she, her husband was the CEO she'd keep of a bank. Up with it. Okay. Her husband was the CEO of a bank. She was the senior vice president of a, of the credit union I worked for. So between the two of them, they had they had decent cash. They lived down in Brighton, and you know on a lake and yada yada yada. But with her, it was things like it wasn't the bathroom, it was the powder room in her house. Seriously, like she, it wasn't the basement, it was the lower level, right? It's good because heaven forbid somebody thinks she has a basement in her house. No, it's a lower level. Okay. Was and, it a walkout basement? Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Yeah. Okay. That's the lower level. Right. Bob, get okay. it right. No, yeah, not a weird. not a walkout no, basement. No. 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 Got it. So, and she 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 drove a Lincoln Navigator, which was anyway, but um, and, I, and nothing wrong with with having money. Nothing wrong with being rich. Whatever. I I am not I'm not one of these guys that knocks people for having money. I think I think if you work hard and that and that's what you, then you deserve it, right? But she she. Which does the kind that would spend an absorbent amount of money on a stupid purse, right? So this one day we're setting Do you ever that, know like a dollar amount on the Oh yeah, this is like five thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Five thousand dollars for a uh was it it was it coach or was it uh, Kate Spade or something? Okay. Came from New York City, had to know all about that. She, even though I couldn't care less about this, like she had to tell me all about this dumb purse. Okay. And I'm looking at it going, It looks like every other purse you've ever carried it's just a different color and who cares so so one day we're set up for this event and and there's a lot of chaos going on we're we're, we have a a short window and we're setting up for this big thing and somebody had to move her purse because it was sitting on and i'm sorry it's not a purse it's a handbag yeah 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 Yeah, but anyway somebody had to move her handbag uh because it was on a table that needed to be moved and they set it on the floor and when she came over and saw that her handbag was on the floor, she lost it. Like, <laughs> lost it. This is a $5,000 purse. Who put this on the floor? And we're just going off about how expensive this purse was, and it doesn't go on the floor, and all this stuff. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, why would you bring a $5,000... 000... First of all, why do you have a $5,000 purse? Number two, why would you bring it to an event where you're setting up and there's all kinds of people around anyway, and then it get mad at somebody for not recognizing that this thing is $5,000? <laughs> but my question for you is, why... How, how can any purse be worth $5,000? How can it be, how can it be so? And like, all these people buying coach purses and all these things, these, I see this happening and it's like, how can they be that much better? <laughs> so I'm not going to vehemently defend this. I'm just going to give you the, the the flip side of it.
0: A $5,000 handbag, I don't really, I don't know a lot about this world. I, I really don't know a lot about this world, but they're going to say, high quality leather italian hand stitched maybe i there's there's so gonna be what? there's gonna be some things there's there's just w- the workmanship of it and the craftsmanship and the quality and the durability i don't I actually don't know's good hey, no way someone's paying for it someone's paying five thousand dollars for those bags. stupid people so funny story for you kind of uh kind of both ends of the spectrum. I was in New York with a group of friends, and i'll, I'll just leave it that vague uh, I was in New York with a group of friends. One person in particular wanted to buy a purse at one of these high-end, high-end companies. Uh And me and another part of the group wanted to go to Canal Street. I don't know if you know much about Canal Street, but that's where they sell all the knockoffs. Yeah, okay. All of the knockoffs are on Canal Street. So in Canal Street, the other person went to a very expensive purse store. Um, And we were trying to make a deal that if this person couldn't tell the difference between the knockoff that we got at canal street <laughs> for like a hundred dollars and the one that came from the designer store for, you know, thousands of dollars that they would have to take back their expensive handbag and would have to just stick with the, with the one, um, that, that was purchased. Um, I don't think that actually ever did happen, but, um, yeah, we, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm definitely more if like, I do like nice brands. I, I like, I, I like the nicer labels. I like, you know, higher quality stuff. I'll, I'll spend a little bit more money, but I also am like a clearance rack shopper. So if I'm going to get something nice, I'm going to get it at the cheapest possible price I can. I'm not paying like the retail price on anything that it looks like a nice brand. Um, that's just not me, but I do get it. I mean, you know, the the same guy who spent $60 on your jeans when I was in 11th grade. $60 is not 5,000. No, but sixty thousand dollars to a high school kid working for you know six dollars an hour is not too far off from a VP or CEO of a company making you know thousands of dollars of you know who knows what what they're making, but
1: that income level, you know, it's the it's the, kind of the same. But we're talking about a bag that is hauling uh, around your junk, hey, your I lipstick know. and your chapstick and your wallet. And, and speaking of that, why do you need okay? <laughs> why do, why do people, <laughs> since you say I say this all the time, you do. Uh, That's the best. okay, I used to That's work what drives with this... the show. That's
0: what makes the I know. show the show.
1: I used to work with this lady, right? At the bank. And she used to come in, speaking of purses, with her purse every day, right? Okay. So I get it. She's carrying a purse. I I don't get it, but I don't know how you needed to carry that much junk around with you all the time. But I'm a minimalist when it comes to that. I've got a phone. That's what I carry in my keys. That's it. My credit cards are in my phone, and that's all I have. Yeah. In my driver's license is in the case. So, that's all but, I need. That's all I need. But this lady would carry in her purse, not a, like a tote bag, like and, and like I, I take the back, like two tote bags every day, cart it back and forth into work, and she'd have her coupons in there, and she'd have all this stuff that she would like literally come in and out of work with, with every day. And one day, we're getting ready to leave, and she goes to set the alarm. We go to set the alarm, and there's, like, a timer on it. Once you set it, you had to get out, you know, the building in, like, oh, 10 right. seconds. No, it was probably longer than that. But anyway, it was like, a minute or something like that. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. I left my bag. And I'm like, what? And so she's, like, scrambling across the bank to get this third bag that she forgot. And I am I finally just said to her, I'm like, what do you have in these bags? Like, <laughs> What do you? And she didn't really. She got mad at me. Didn't really want to talk about it. <laughs> Go I'm figure. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, you, wh- I don't understand why people have to carry all this stuff with them all the time, or like when you're out in the woods walking. Like I'm out on a trail. People have these big backpacks on. What do you have in there? Especially here locally. Yeah. yeah, We're not in the mountains. We're on a trail that you're probably I mean, walking a couple of miles may, maximum. Maybe you're training for something.
0: Maybe, but I I'm gonna bet most
1: of these people are, are probably not. No, maybe they are. I, don't I know. mean, okay, you've got maybe I, a I water bottle. Them, I give them the benefit of the okay, balance. a water bottle maybe, but I I mean I I don't understand. It's like some of these backpacks look like they're pretty full. It's like what do you have in that backpack yeah. when, when you, the trail is like five miles long max? But they might be training. That's the only thing I could see. Like, and
0: then, and in that case, I would say like, yeah, you're going to want to like weigh yourself down if you're going to be hiking on a longer hike where you need all
1: that stuff. I don't know. Get
0: used to carrying it. Yeah.
1: But anyway, you know how I feel about expensive purses now. I do. We all do. We all do. It's documented. Yep. All right. So, okay. oh, yeah, well,
0: we're, we're already up against time on this one. Uh, so we'll, we'll end this one, but next episode, I have a couple challenges I'm going to throw out to Chris. Um, and, uh, and we'll see if we can get him to do it. I don't based, know what these based, are based yet, on do the I? based on the support of the hater nation. I don't know what these are. Yeah, no, you don't. Yeah. But okay, right. that'll be next episode.
1: Later, haters.